baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. This is 98.7 and 1330 KNSS Clearwater, Wichita's number one talk. Always live on the free Odyssey app. This is the station you turn to first for live team coverage of breaking news. 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. Good morning, 6 o'clock. This is the KNSS Morning News with Steve and Ted. Steve McIntosh, Ted Woodward here on this Tuesday morning. President Biden and First Lady Jill Biden hosted a Hanukkah holiday reception at the White House Monday night. President Biden emphasized the importance of Hanukkah to those in attendance and its importance to millions of people in the U.S. and worldwide. Hanukkah is a timeless story of miracles. Think about it. You know, from the Maccabees defeating one of the history's most powerful empires on an oil lasting eight days, it was a miracle all by itself. The flame of faith that endures from tragedy to persecution to survival and to hope. President Biden also revealed that he and his administration will be implementing a national strategy to fight anti-Semitism and prosecute hate crimes. Firefighters responded to a house fire in northeast Wichita last night, the 2500 block of East Mossman. Fire crews were met with heavy fire and smoke coming from the back of the house. The initial call reported that someone was trapped, but no one was found and no injuries are reported. A Wichita veterinarian and her daughter were killed. Another person was injured in a crash in Butler County Sunday afternoon at Santa Fe Lake Road and 150th. The deceased woman was identified by her clinic as 46-year-old Dr. Monica Moore. The name and age of her child was not available. A 30-year-old woman from El Dorado in a second vehicle was hospitalized with serious injuries. The Department for Aging and Disabilities has released a list of potential sites for construction of a mental health hospital in Sedgwick County. Four of the potential sites are Central and McLean in West Wichita, Meridian and MacArthur, the south side of town, and two locations on the north side at 53rd and Greenwich and at 85th and I-135. Deputy Secretary for Hospitals Scott Brunner says all of the sites being considered can meet the needs of a 60-bed hospital. But we kind of thought the answers would be around um, where kids receive services or where they live and play, um, neighborhoods we thought would be a concern, um, schools, those kinds of things. So I mean, that's, that's what we've heard in other, other avenues, too, outside the survey of, of kind of things to consider when we're looking at, at sites and locations for, for our kinds of facilities. The public meeting about the proposed sites was held yesterday afternoon at the WSU Hughes Metroplex. Ukraine's president makes his pitch for more military aid directly to Congress. Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky is in Washington today at the invitation of President Biden at a critical time. Because of what's going on in Ukraine, the increased activity we're seeing by the Russian armed forces as winter approaches, but also what's going on on Capitol Hill. National Security Council spokesman John Kirby says both Zelensky and President Biden will keep pushing Congress to approve a security package that includes billions of dollars in continued military assistance for Ukraine. Zelensky is also scheduled to meet with senators and House Speaker Mike Johnson before joining the president here for a news conference. 
at the White House. Jared Halpern, Fox News. And once again, that hearing for the uh, for the mental health hospital site in Sedgwick County, that's going to be at the WSU Hughes Metroplex. That uh, public meeting about those proposed sites is this afternoon. At about 5 p.m. Okay, good, good. KNSS, make a little correction there. KNSS News Time now, 6.04, four minutes past 6 o'clock. Wichita's number one talk, 98.7 and 13.30 KNSS. Steve and Ted in the morning, KNSS now, 6.08, eight minutes past 6 o'clock, 31 degrees. The Kansas Department of Transportation will receive $500,000 from the federal government to support a dev- development plan for passenger rail service between Oklahoma City and Newton, passing through Wichita. Mayor Brandon Whipple tells KNSS News, putting a plan together for rail service for Wichita has been a, quote, roller coaster. Now it seems like it's, it's a go. Uh, so if you look at the map uh, for Amtrak and just passenger rail, we are the last major metropolitan area that doesn't have direct service. Uh, and it's Frankly, it's it's a really small amount of track, uh, considering. Uh, so it, it makes sense that if they're going to expand, uh, then it's going to be in a Wichita area. Wichita last had rail passenger service in 1979. Whipple commented during uh, Mondays with the mayor on the Stevens Head of the Morning Show on KNSS. A seven-story building in the Bronx in New York partly collapsed yesterday. No injuries reported, but firefighters are searching for anyone who could have been trapped. Investigators are looking into clues as to what may have led to this collapse. The Department of Buildings Commissioner Jimmy Otto was giving us an update on exactly what the violations have been with this building. He said that the building has been under construction. However, they do not believe that construction workers were on the scene. He's saying the last time that they were there was actually a few days ago. And they are now looking at drawings that were submitted for the construction that was going on in the building and that the drawings have to do with the area of that building. He says they are taking a much closer look at those drawings. He also talked about March of 2021. He says complaints were filed at that time, complaining about unsafe facade conditions and cracking in the building. However, he didn't address how those complaints were ultimately dealt with. And that's Fox's Linda Schmidt reporting. Investigators plan to test the brain of an army reservist turned mass shooter. A tissue sample from the brain of a gunman who killed 18 people and injured 13 others in Lewiston, Maine, has been sent to a lab in Massachusetts. Investigators say they want to know if Robert Card's brain had any signs of trauma. The state's chief medical examiner will probe whether the 40-year-old's military service contributed to his behavior leading up to the October 25th shooting. Card opened fire at a bar and bowling alley before later taking his own life. Tom Graham, Fox News. Federal officials are investigating how a man flew from Europe to Los Angeles without proper identification, nor a ticket. In an affidavit, federal officials say a Russian-Israeli dual national named Sergei traveled in November from Copenhagen to Los Angeles International Airport on a Scandinavian Airlines flight, despite not having a passport, visa, or even a plane ticket. According to the complaint, Customs and Border Protection agents discovered he wasn't a listed passenger on the flight or any incoming international flight, alleging he told officials he was sleep-deprived, couldn't remember how he got on the aircraft, and gave false and misleading information, including claiming he left his passport on the plane. An FBI agent tells Fox News Digital he faces charges of being a stowaway on an aircraft, adding, our investigation is ongoing. Kristen Goodwin, Fox News. 
KNSS News Time now, 611. 11 minutes past 6 o'clock. And as we take a look at a traffic update here on the Tuesday morning commute, a little bit of slow moving traffic up north at the 29th in Arkansas, especially uh, eastbound 29th and southbound Arkansas. A little bit of a slowdown in traffic there on the north side this morning. Traffic update with Stephen Ted, KNSS. Now the forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holiday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. With a mostly clear sky here in Wichita, we'll see some high-level clouds gradually work their way in today. Our high temperature near 50. It'll be cloudy overnight, Tello 35. Cloud cover and cooler tomorrow with a high 48. And a low-pressure system could bring us some scattered showers Thursday with a high 49. I'm KNSS meteorologist Dan Holiday. Now clear sky, 31 degrees, calm, no wind. Stephen Ted of the morning, KNSS on this Tuesday morning, December 12th. 2023. We had a sunny day across central Kansas Monday. Wichita's high temperature was 56 degrees, normal high 47. And it was on this date in 2015, nearly 200 nations meeting in Paris adopted the first global pact to fight climate change, calling on the world to collectively cut and then eliminate greenhouse gas pollution, but imposing no sanctions on countries that did not do so. That was the agreement. It was Made in 2015. Stephen Taylor of the Morning. Just a quick uh, <laughs> sidestep to that story about the guy that, who stowed away on an airplane all the way from Europe to LAX. How did he even get on board? You know, for me, you've got to you've got to go through a line. These people are squeezing in there. And, I know. It seems how, he figured did, out. He figured out something. He didn't go in the. It doesn't say he went in the luggage compartment yeah. or anything like that. Wow. Must be just a slick little guy, you know. Says he's at the the person's there taking the ticket. He says, "Hey, look over there!" and just darts past him. Well, remember right? the old movie Airport, where yeah. Helen Hayes kept sneaking onto planes and she was a stowaway. <laughs> Helen Hayes. All right, that's a strange, strange story, aren't we? A pregnant Texas woman whose fetus has a fatal condition left the state to get an abortion elsewhere before. The state Supreme Court Monday rejected her unprecedented challenge of one of the most restrictive bans in the U.S. 31-year-old Kate Cox, mother of two, had spent nearly a week seeking court permission in Texas to end her pregnancy. But her attorney said she could not wait any longer and she left the state. Texas abortion ban makes uh, narrow exceptions when the life of the mother is in danger, but not for fetal abnormalities or anomalies. Republican Attorney General Ken Paxton argued that Cox had not shown that any of the complications in her pregnancy rose to the level of threatening her life. So the woman has now left left the building, left Texas, to go seek that abortion elsewhere. As lawmakers and donors push for the ouster of Harvard President Claudine Gay, hundreds of faculty members are urging the university to keep her in command and resist outside forces that they view as a threat to the university's independence. A petition signed by more than 600 faculty members asked the governing body of the Ivy League school to rebuff political pressures it said are at odds with Harvard's commitment to academic freedom. Only months into her leadership, Gay has found herself her position in jeopardy after a congressional hearing in which she and two of her peers struggled to answer questions about campus uh, anti-Semitism. I don't think they struggled to answer them. They answered it. They just wouldn't say yes or no. Didn't answer the way they wanted to hear it. So, all right. So they were just uh, 
didn't say one way or the other than Ted. I didn't see it, so I don't know. Oh, Glenn Beck played the entire audio that day, and it was just abhorrent and amazing to listen to. Yeah, the president's is calling for the extermination of all Jews, bullying on your campus. Well, it depends on the context. <laughs> really? What if someone said we need to kill all blacks or we need to kill all women? Would, would well, that be would that be abhorrent? Yeah, that'd be bad. Well, it depends on the context. Oh wow, boy, it it was amazing to listen to. I couldn't believe I was hearing it. But there it is, the Ivy League presidents. Killing all Jews? Well, it depends on the context. Really? Really? You know, if you... If you God, uh, it's yeah. just amazing that's, that's, that that happens. That this, you this any, level of... Yeah. It seems like you're a college president. You've got to have some understanding of history. Maybe seen the films of Auschwitz in those places. And you would understand what this is all about. Yeah, okay. And, uh, you know, I'm into free speech, but... You know, on the other hand, on the other hand, if you're inciting people on. to hmm, do the nasty things, 616, Steve and Ted, and to see what we got going on this morning. We're going to talk about license plates here in a few minutes. I knew you, I knew you, you probably knew we would. And hey, uh, four possible psych hospital sites yeah. here yeah, in, uh, yeah. in Wichita. That's going to be talked about. So stay with us here in this morning, Steve and Ted in the morning on KNSS. Let's go ahead and take a look at leadoff sports this morning with Ted Woodward. Ted, what's happening? Well, we have uh, Shocker Volleyball. The end of the season will be tonight, win or lose. It's the championship match of the NIVC tournament, which the Shockers have been dominant all tournament long. All those matches have been at home, though. Now they have to do it on the road in the championship match. It's Wichita State at UTEP. The Shockers are down in El Paso tonight, 8 p.m. Shocks are 25-8, and 8, UTEP 25-9. and 9. UTEP has not lost at home this season, 14-0 and on home court in El Paso. The Shockers have only visited El Paso once ever, and that was that was a 32 years ago. So you got the Shockers and UTEP tonight in the championship match of the NIVC tournament. Good luck to the Shocker volleyball team on the road tonight. We'll be talking Chiefs football tonight, the weekly edition of the Chiefs Kingdom show. That will be at 6 o'clock this evening. And Mitch Holtis, the play-by-play voice of the Chiefs, will be hosting the Chiefs Kingdom show. That's at 97.5 and 1240 KFH this evening. Chiefs, one month to go in the regular season. They have lost four of their last six. They are still in the number three spot in the conference with a month to go in the regular season. There is a point right now. Yeah. It's a tipping point. You've either got to go and really get your poop together and Mm -hmm. go. Stop all this crap and get going we kind of keep or saying that week after week and forget yet, about it go here home. we are with a month yeah. to go they, they need to they still got a lot of things to get taken care of yep pro basketball in the nba last night the philadelphia 76ers win at home beat the washington wizards by 45 points 146 to 101 <laughs> and a lot of former kansas jayhawks helping the 76ers to that victory Starting with the starting center, Joel Embiid, 34 points, 11 defensive rebounds, 6 assists. Man. Coming off the bench for the Sixers. Another Jayhawk, Marcus Morris had 12 points. He made 5 of his 6 shots on the night. And another Jayhawk, Kelly Oubre, with 7 points and 5 rebounds. So there you go. The Sixers helped out by 3 former Jayhawks. 3 wins in a row for Philadelphia. The Sixers are in the number 4 spot in the Eastern Conference. Let's take a look at uh, former Wichita State Shocker Fred Van Vliet playing for the Houston Rockets. Rockets were at home last night. 
That means they win. When they're on the road, they lose. When they're at home, they win. The Houston Rockets beat the San Antonio Spurs 93-82 to in Houston. The Spurs at the bottom of the conference, 17-game losing streak now for the Spurs. The Rockets with their starting guard, former Wichita State shocker Fred Van Bleet. He made four three-pointers on his way to 16 points, six rebounds, and five assists. The Rockets have won 10 straight home games. Overall, they're on a three-game winning streak. The Rockets in the number seven spot in the Western Conference. I'm sure those fans in Houston love going to those home games and seeing Fred Van Bleet help the Rockets to yet another victory. The Indiana Pacers went on the road, and they beat the bottom team in the league, the Detroit Pistons, 131-123. to The Pistons now on a 20-game losing streak. Starting at guard for the Pacers, Buddy Heald, who played at Sunrise Christian Academy in Bel Air. Buddy made four three-pointers on his way to 16 points. The Pacers in the number five spot right now in the Eastern Conference. It was 25 years ago on this day that... Wichita State's Maurice Evans went off a career-high eight three-pointers on the road at Illinois State. Maurice Evans makes eight three-pointers, and still the Shockers lost by seven points at (laughs) Illinois State. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. (laughs) 68-61 was the final score. Maurice Evans was lighting it up with eight three-pointers. That was 25 years ago on this night. And a big birthday today to a huge soccer star in Wichita, the great Jorgen Christensen, former Wichita Wings superstar from the 1980s, is 77 years old today. The Wizard, born in Denmark, great player for the Wings, fun guy to watch in the 1980s. The great Jorgen Christensen, former Wings star, is 77 today. Makes you... Be a little old. Mm. Not as old as him, but makes you feel old. All right, there you go. That is sports with Stephen Ted here on KNSS. 621 now. Keep it here for Dr. Sanjay Gupta. Is there anything the Mediterranean diet can't do? That's coming up. Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS. This is Stephen Ted on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Good morning, Steve McIntosh, Ted Woodward. 6.30 on this Tuesday morning, 31 degrees. As the IDF pushes farther south in the Gaza Strip, conflict between Israel and Hezbollah is intensifying. Fox's Nate Foy has the latest in northern Israel. Israel's facing more international pressure, accused of reportedly using U.S.-provided white phosphorus munitions in an attack that injured civilians last month in southern Lebanon. The U.S. State Department calls the report concerning and promises to learn more. IDF Chief of Staff Herzi Halevi said the country is ready for a full-scale war with Hezbollah if needed. The Israeli strike caused a chain reaction explosion. Hezbollah operates immediately across Israel's border, in direct violation of a 2006 UN resolution from the end of the Second Lebanon War. Israel now promises to push Hezbollah back. The UN is expected to vote on a resolution today calling for an immediate humanitarian ceasefire in Gaza. At today's meeting, the Wichita City Council 
will discuss a $1.5 million plan to curb violence. Wichita State University and police, Wichita police, have been working on the program. It would help predict violent events and prevent them from taking place, hopefully. The city would target two high-crime areas of town. Mayor Brandon Whipple tells KNSS News. I think when it comes to solving crime and violence in our community, you got to burn it at both ends. It's not you got to invest in our police officers and the folks who help solve crime and get criminals off the street. You also have to invest in prevention. Uh, so this um, violence interrupter program is something uh, we budgeted for, I think, last year, and have been really trying to make sure that our partners, uh, whoever we, we work with, are giving us the, the, the boost uh, for our investment. Whipple commented during Mondays with the Mayor on the Stephen Ted in the Morning Show on KNSS. Governor Laura Kelly has shared how Kansans will be able to weigh in on the next state license plate. Kansans can go to ksplates.kansas.gov to vote for their favorite plate among five designs created by Mammoth Creative, a Kansas-based marketing firm in partnership with Kansas Tourism. Voting will end at 5 p.m. Friday, December 15th. Humankind Ministries announcing plans to expand its campus to better care for the local homeless population. Humankind Vice Chairperson Cindy Claycomb says they're working on a $10 million capital campaign to expand and create a year-round shelter. Right now, what we anticipate is that the administration building and what was the emergency winter shelter, those will be demolished and the new facility will be built right here. Claycomb says they do not have a set date for a new construction as it's dependent on how well the capital campaign goes. The Supreme Court is deciding whether former President Donald Trump is immune from prosecution for January 6th. The Supreme Court says it will consider on an expedited basis whether to rule on former President Trump's argument that he is immune from prosecution in the federal case alleging he plotted to overturn the 2020 election results. Earlier this month, a U.S. district judge denied a motion from the former president's lawyers to dismiss his indictment on presidential immunity and constitutional grounds, leading him to appeal and ask for the case to be put on hold. Special counsel Jack Smith asking the Supreme Court to quickly decide on the immunity claims which would bypass any lower court decisions. The former president's lawyers say Smith is attempting to interfere in the 2024 election. Kristen Goodwin, Fox News. Now the forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. Despite a cool front pushing through south-central Kansas, temperatures continue to run above normal for this time of year. Partly sunny with a high near 50 later this afternoon. Cloudy overnight, Jello 35. Widespread clouds and 48 likely Wednesday. Thursday, a slight chance of rain in 49. I'm KNSS meteorologist Dan Holliday. And now a clear sky, calm, no wind, and 31 degrees. Stephen Ted of the morning here on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Time check now, 634 on this Tuesday morning, December 12th, 2023. On this date in 1977. The dance movie Saturday, Saturday Night Fever, starring John Travolta, premiered in New York. Oh, opening scene, he's walking down the street with his I- cans of paint. Iconic opening <laughs> segment. <laughs> this was huge. From the 1970s. This was huge. In 1977, there came disco and all of this stuff. Mm-hmm. Wow. Weird. <laughs> and this album had got the top-selling album oh, of all time. Oh, it was just massive. Oh. Double album, great album. 1977. Hmm. Airports and highways are expected to be busier this Christmas season than they were a year ago. Auto Club AAA predicting Monday that 115 million Americans will travel at least 50 miles from home over the 10 days starting right before Christmas. And that's about 2% more than last year, but not quite as many as in 2019. 
the last holiday season before the pandemic. Most of those people will travel by car, and they will enjoy slightly lower gasoline prices than a year ago. Airfares are also down a bit from high levels a year ago. That's according to government figures. Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS, and uh, see what we got planned for you this morning. Well, let's see, about an hour from now, we will check in with Sedgwick County Commission Chair Pete Meitzner and see what Pete has on his mind today and what's going on with the county, as we do every week, uh, every Tuesday at about uh, 7.35 in the morning. We'll be doing that this morning, and also, there's a new movie uh, coming to town, Wonka. You can guess what it's about. It's uh, it's a it's it's about uh, candy. <laughs> it's a new movie. It's starring uh, Timothy Chalamet, and it's showing at the Boulevard in Town West Square. Now, what do you care about that? Well, we we have a special showing tomorrow night, or no Thursday night. I beg your pardon, at uh, seven p.m. And we've got tickets, so be listening. You, you could you'll have a chance to win here in just some time this morning with Steve and Ted here on KNSS. All right, Ted, they're talking about the, the license tags that are five of them. Five plates are offered. They're all pretty similar in uh, the way they're graphically set up. Uh, and by the way, you, you can vote on this. We're going to tell you how to do that in a minute. But, uh, pretty similar in the way they're set up and the way they, they're pretty readable with that pattern. But I picked out, I've already voted. I picked out the one with the two uh, wheat stalks on wheat each stocks, end. Wheat stalks, okay. There's one with a capital dome, and I don't what's that got to do with Kansas? Come on, Topeka. <laughs> I think either that or a buffalo head, something like that. But, yeah, I picked out the two stalks. And you go to uh, KS, ksplates.kansas.gov. Well, the top of the Capitol Dome has the statue of the Oh, it's got the statue Native American yeah. with the arrow. Can you see it? on? I didn't yeah, you can. It. All right. Yeah, that's but a, I know an iconic mean. statue up there. Yeah. So there's that. But I think it's just a... Monument to our wonderful state legislators. Uh, I know. We're always know. taking care of us and always taking care of Topeka and Kansas City, especially. Well, it <laughs> then sure seems like that sometimes. And then there's the rest of us. <laughs> hey, we're Wichita. We're the rest of Kansas. 837. <laughs> I love this yodeling. 837, Stephen, Ted, So, hey, did you, pick, did you pick out a favorite? Did you look at them at all, Ted? I looked at them. Yeah. Did you vote? Uh, no, I don't know that I care enough. You don't even care enough to do that. To eh? do that? Wow. Well, then we'll, we'll have what we have. I know. Whatever I'll have we to have. abide by whatever we'll the voters have, decide. have to abide by it. the democratic process. Uh, I, the one, I don't even know what the one I've got. Mine's just the one we've had before with the wheat stock going. I would like that one a lot. Loved it. So anyway, uh, I, have a, I have a personalized, what do you call that, uh, glamour? License plate with special special yes. special words on it. That so it doesn't code, affect you at all. The code that doesn't mean anything. Yeah, I have to get You're a new voting one, for though. a license tag you don't even need. <laughs> no, I, I have to get a new one, though. I have to renew it every five years. Okay. So it'll be it'll be on that pattern when you get it done, I guess. All right. License tags. we got to have something keeping us interest here in the days before Christmas. How many days till Christmas, Ted? Today is the 12th. 13? Is that right? Simple mm-hmm. math. 13 days, right? Yeah. Okay. 6.38, Stephen, 10 in the morning here on KNSS. And it's time for our commodities update with uh, Tom Leffler of Leffler Commodities. Good morning, Tom. Well, good morning, Stephen Ted. The past two Mondays, the entire cattle complex closed negative with large losses, but yesterday the cattle had early session mixed trading and then shot higher and closed positive with triple-digit gains. 
Box beef prices also bounced higher yesterday. Average Kansas steer price last week sold at one seventy ninety seven, down three dollars and twenty seven cents from the previous week. Now Kansas is also holding a dollar twenty three premium over the average Nebraska steer price. Lean hog saw some five session highs Monday and then closed negative. On yesterday's close, February live cattle two dollars seventeen cents higher, one sixty seven ninety. January feeders two sixty five higher, two seventeen ninety five. In February hogs down a dollar. 65 at 6732. Now yesterday the wheat corn wheat and corn closed negative while our soybeans, soy meal and soy oil closed on the positive side. Brazil's weather helped to support the soybeans yesterday. French and Australian wheat is now cheaper than U.S. soft red winter wheat. And the Kansas wheat crop good to excellent rating dropped one point from last week down to 39%. At the moment, March Kansas City wheat four and a quarter higher at 6.36 and a half. March corn up two and a quarter at 4.83 and three quarters. With March soybeans up a penny and three quarters at 13.55. January crude oil down 48 cents at $70.84. February gold $10. 20 cents higher at $2,004. The March S&P is three and three quarters higher at 4,682 and a quarter. March dollar index 38 cents lower 103.31. And March Dow Jones futures 65 points higher at 36,872. For commodity trading, ag marketing, or managed trading programs, contact Love for Commodities on the phone or on the web by using 866-GO-TO-TOM. So any cookies or candy being uh, baked over at your house here for the holidays? Uh, I know there will be here pretty quick. Oh, what, what do you think? What you, what is your wife good at? What, you mean what you, baking? <laughs> what baking? You issue? left me a very big open oh, question on, there, Steve. Come on, Tom. <laughs> that was get with it, Tom. What baking? What's your favorite? Can she bake? Can she do anything in the kitchen like that? Oh yeah, she bakes cookies. She makes pies. She makes cakes. Well, and they're all good. Everything's good, so. You really can't uh, pick anything out then, huh? Honestly, no. I don't really have a favorite, you know, because she always kind of mixes it up. You never have the same thing very often in a row, so. Well, that's good. It's she, all good. She knows she, she doesn't want to confuse you. <laughs> yep, she, know, she knows the way to my heart. It's through my stomach. <laughs> yeah, that's true for all of us. Thank you, Tom. Tom Leffler of Leffler Commodities this morning, 13 days before Christmas. And coming up, we got Dodd Grant, CFP, the money tracker. Let's skip the holiday scam this year, okay? That's on the way. Steve is in the morning here on KNSS. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Utah's number one talk, 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. 
Stephen, 10 in the morning, KNSS, 646 here on this Tuesday morning. A chilly 31 degrees. Three big things. Three. Governor Kelly rolls out five possible Kansas license tags. You can vote at ksplates.kansas.gov. Two. Wichita veterinarian Dr. Monica Moore and her daughter killed in car crash in Butler County. One. President Biden pledges a nationwide battle against anti-Semitism. Three big things, Steve and Ted on KNSS. And a traffic update here on the Tuesday morning commute. We had the report of a gas odor outside on the south side of town, 2300 block of South St. Francis. We got a gas odor there just a little bit north of St. Francis and Pawnee, so utility crews are checking that out at this hour. Traffic update with Steve and Ted, KNSS. Mostly sunny today with a high of 52 degrees. Mostly cloudy tonight, the overnight low 33. Wednesday, mostly cloudy with a 20% chance for rain tomorrow and a high of 48 degrees. Now clear, calm, and 31 degrees with Steve and Ted. Some major tech companies offer childcare, as do some other urban companies now. A major manufacturing business is running a pilot program to see if it's worth it to pay for their ch- workers' childcare in a rural setting. Tyson Foods in Humboldt, Tennessee, has opened an on-site child care facility, and they, along with state subsidies, are paying for much of their workers' child care at this one Tyson location. So when COVID hit, it just was the last straw for us. We said, we've got to figure this out. Associate Director of Human Resources Garrett Dolan told the Fox News Rundown podcast they want to expand their pool of workers and reduce absenteeism. So they're engaging in this pilot program. He says they don't think they'll make money. But they may save since it costs a lot to replace workers. How much product can you actually make when you have a stable workforce? The Bureau of Labor Statistics said last month 58,000 employed people did not work due to child care problems. Jessica Rosenthal, Fox News. A positive close on Wall Street to begin the trading week Monday. Stocks ending higher as investors get in gear for an action-packed week that includes inflation data on Tuesday and the Fed's announcement on interest rates on Wednesday. Macy stock surging over 19% after the department store chain once again became a takeover target. The Wall Street Journal is reporting that a group of investors has offered $5.8 billion to buy the retailer and take it private. Shares of Nike among the Dow's biggest gainers after a city analyst upgraded the athletic footwear company due to confidence in the future of the brand. The Dow winners, Honeywell, Home Depot, and McDonald's. The Dow decliners, Apple, Microsoft, and United Health Group. The Dow rising 157 points. The Nasdaq up 29. S&P 500 up 18. Hillary Barsky, Fox News. Stephen, 10 in the morning, 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Let's skip the holiday scam this year. Don Grant. CFP, the money tracker with us. Good morning, Don. Good morning, Steve and Ted. Let's just skip it. Let's not let it happen. You know, there are a few people I know who don't shop online. That is so 2010. (laughs) (laughs) Perhaps perhaps they're smarter than the rest of us because there is a real risk of credit card fraud when online shopping. The risk may be pretty low, but there are some ways to further mitigate mitigate credit card fraud this this season. First of all, the first safeguard would be to never use a debit card. Use a credit card. You have a much easier time settling the incident if there is fraud. That's because they hack your debit card. They'll take money from your bank account. 
Once you find out, money's already gone. Credit cards are a line of credit, so you have a longer grace period before you actually pay the bill, so you can figure it out. Using digital wallets like PayPal, Google, and Apple Pay will issue a digital token rather than exposing your actual credit card number to the vendor. Equally as safe would be a virtual credit card number generated by your credit card issuer. It still allows you to rack up rewards points. A 2022 AARP study found that 35% of American consumers have been affected by fake online ads. They often looked, they, they, they hook you with a deal that's just too good to be true. And it is. Even after a legitimate purchase, some scammers will go for you after the sale by sending you a bogus notification of a fake link from the alleged shipper asking for more money. Check with a card issuer. They may offer activity alerts, de- designated limits, and two-party authentication. You may also allow you to allow you to monitor your own credit score. Check it regularly for signs of activity that you don't authorize. Read the fine print in the credit card prospectus. Learn what kind of purchase protection you'll have and how to file a claim if you dispute a charge. The way if it that way, you know, if it happens, then you have a direct link. Only give out your personal financial information when you initiate a call. The exception would be if they call you to verify that you are making a purchase. Even then, they will not ask you for your card number or code. They'll just ask you for authorization to go ahead and okay the sale. Of course, if you have any questions, you can give me a call over at Saber Wealth. The number is 267-0600. So have you taken a... Have you viewed the license tag opportunities? I, 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 this is this is breaking news. I understand today. I, I have not. Okay, I, I there's five choices. They pretty much look the same, with just a little bit of stuff around the edge. But uh, I picked the one with the wheat stalks on each end. I probably would be there with you. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's, I don't I know. I got to take a look. Is there is there one with a picture of Mount Sunflower on it? Uh, there is not. No. It'd be like a little bump. Well, maybe that's maybe it's just like a, of where the mud splashed up on the car. Yeah, you know, I do have one. I have a, I bought an older sort of classic car in the eighty in the eighties. It's from the eighties, and because it's more than I, I don't know what it is thirty thirty five years old, I get an I get an antique tag. An antique tag. It's yeah. like sixteen bucks a year. I'm really? loving it. Really? Yeah, I want to buy old all all my old cars. Right. You know, I mean, just hang on to my cars until they're thirty five years old. So that's a good question for maybe our listeners know. Why do you have to? How old do you have to? How does the car have to be to be an antique? I, I think I think it's thirty five years. I'm 35? not sure, but okay. but uh, well, I'm and, driving and a 2002 Tribute. You're close, so that's twenty one. Aren't I think mine is qualifies? Maybe is there a junk tag? There, <laughs> there <laughs> no? is. A, well, no, you got the, you running. got that you got that that hoity toity custom tag on there because yeah. you're the you're the Hall of Famer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just be a lot of attention. Anyway, uh, all right, licenses. So you haven't decided yet. No. I have not decided. We need your vote. I, I will get on there immediately. That's what now, we're, we're Americans. We, now, yeah. Don, yesterday you were you were trying to tell a story about Mount Sunflower, and I think I interrupted you. Well, you I, have- I I said I got in trouble. I got in big yeah. trouble on 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 when I was an anchor on KSN. I had just arrived in Kansas, and I hadn't been here very long. And I and I I said something there was a story about mount sunflower <laughs> and i went i said oh nosebleed <laughs> i got always- angry letters 
over that. That's all you said? Because yes. people were so proud of Man- Mount Sunflower, they said, oh, this guy from California doesn't know what you're saying. You know, oh, we, so we're proud of our Mount of Sunflower. Humor, apparently. Yeah, I'd, yeah. I thought I thought it was kind of funny. Yeah. But, but, you know. 99 oh, people, in Kansans out of 100, have never seen Mount Sunflower. Mm-hmm. Don't know where it is. Don't know what it looks like. Well, I understand. And yet, you know, being like that with you, huh? I, I understand from the peak, you can see 12 states. No, I don't think so. Maybe no. see 12 feet. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's right on the, it's way out in western Kansas. You can probably right see Colorado the, It's right from by the, the Colorado yeah, border. Yeah, right you there. can see Colorado. You can yeah. see Colorado from Mount Sunflower. Oh, yeah. On Mount Sunflower, yeah. you could spit west and you land it would Pretty land much. in Colorado. That's about <laughs> That's how funny. it is. Anyway, today is National Dingling Day. Oh boy. <laughs> well, we got in, we got a studio in, full of them right here, myself here. included. Encourages us to reconnect with people we once talked to often. Dinglings on this day call my the people they haven't heard from dingling. from in a while. It may be an old classmate, a coworker, or a neighbor from years ago. Why is that a dingling? Perhaps a call will go out to the child who used to mow the grass during the summer. Well, I don't know. Why, dingling, I, you're dingling, you're calling them dingling, right? No, that'd be just ringing them. Uh, nice. Okay. Is this my dingling? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, boy. My, what a, uh, my dingling. Okay. What a poor, <laughs> poor piece of history that Chuck Berry recorded all these great songs, but this is the only <laughs> one the only that was one. number Chuck one. Chuck Berry <laughs> yeah. did that? It's the only it's one that so was number one. Oh, that was B.J. He made McCall all those great or something. songs, and this is the one that hit oh, number one. Yikes. All right, guys, thank you. 6.56 now, Stephen Ted coming up 7 o'clock, top of the hour news this morning. The president, President Biden, pledging a nationwide fight against anti-Semitism. That's on the way with Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS. Securities offered through Kestra Investment Services, LLC, member of FINRA SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Kestra Advisory Services, LLC, an affiliate of Kestra IS. Saber Wealth is not affiliated with Kestra IS or Kestra AS. Hi, my name is David Guy. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.